What's up, what's up, what's up? Today is October the 27th, 2019. And you know who it is, Vegas, Mr. 702, live from the building. And this is episode three of Under the Armor. So our first topic is preparation. I really, really love Sundays because that's the day that I get prepared for the week ahead of me and not just prepared as in meal prep and ironing of clothes and figuring out what you're going to do but just mentally prepared like I spend a lot of time just relaxing I may watch a football game but even when I'm watching a football game I may have the sound off and I'm just drifting and just cooling a lot of times on Sunday I'll go play basketball um, that's great relief of stress and just getting into a good flow. Um, I also like to just take a nap. Sunday nap. Whew. That Sunday nap I took today, oh, my goodness. It was so good. Like, it just made my body just tingle. It was just an amazing feeling to be just in a sense of just pure calm and relaxation on Sunday. But I believe that this preparation helps me deal with my week and so like even at my job like my job can get pretty stressful just because of not only the type of work I do but just the personal stress that I place on myself to perform like I definitely want to perform higher than average on anything that I put my mind to or that I put my time and my effort to and so I also think that a lot of times when I am prepared, I just feel better mentally. Like, I feel more at calm. I feel more at peace. I feel more able to adapt if something does change because I was like, I was already prepared for that. So, you know, it's nothing to, you know, just readjust and be able to carry it on. I also feel like preparation is a habit. So me coming from a military background and always having inspections and things being dressed right, dressed, like, I still set my clothes out the day the night before so I know what's going on like I try to have my lunch box prepared everything is the night before so when I wake up I wake up and I don't feel anxious I feel like when we are not prepared then we have to become anxious and we have to really leave it to the chance or fate and that's just not a good feeling I I don't like being late anywhere I don't even like running late I like to be places 10 to 15 minutes ahead of time. I like to be waiting on the thing to open or the situation to occur because it just makes me feel more prepared. I also feel like as a society, our lack of preparation or our lack of teaching others to be prepared kind of leads to this lost generation that we often refer to. I don't think this generations after me have been given the amount of one-on-one tutelage, the amount of big brother, little brother tutelage that maybe was in the past. And I think one of the biggest things for me as a man was just learning to be prepared for everything. I think that that is one of my strongest suits is that 
just having a plan, having a game plan, going through things mentally in my head, you know, being confident and being able to prepare at a moment's notice or being able to adjust. And so, like, I think that that goes with my just overall masculinity and who I am because I feel like I'm prepared for things to go well in life, but I'm also prepared for things not to go so well. And I'm able to adjust and make things maybe not as well as they I would want them to be, but definitely more suitable and conditioned. The why. I am obsessed with the why. Why, 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 why? I read books because I want to know why. I do research on the why, the why, the purpose behind what is going on is so critical. So even in a job of sales, understanding why people don't buy or understanding why people do buy just makes it so important. And that was, you know, I use that in my own work life, but just even in my personal life and with myself, understanding why I get angry or understanding why I don't like talking about something or understanding why I get jealous. And so like when it comes to self-discovery, I search for the why. And the why can be something that has happened so far ago in your past that you have forgot about it, but it may have become so ingrained in you that it dictates your emotional response, it dictates your personality, it dictates who you are. So I'll just give you a personal point of mind why I get so angry. I had to realize that part of the reasons why I get so angry is because I'm just a naturally passionate person. I'm the type of person that if I if I really am emotionally invested in something, it can it comes off very aggressive or very just full of I, I don't want to say love, but full of personal interest. And so like when I would get angry, especially if it was something that I felt, you know, personally about Man, my rage was like no other. But also understanding why I get mad is also because maybe I'm not being direct enough or maybe I haven't communicated with the person that's offending me or putting me in a hostile state that they need to stop this before it escalates. I'm so... One of the things I pride myself on now is being so much better at communicating when I don't like something. Because I know that if I continue to experience something that I don't like, it can shift. Like, my intense displeasure for things and just how I feel about something and just not even to say, like, a physical altercation, but just my shift in mood, my shift in energy, my shift in the way that I would communicate, it's it's a very, very big thing. So, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're and you're on your self-discovery or you're trying to figure out things about yourself, I think that one of the greatest things is to try to figure out why you have that response or why you have that habit or why you always do this when you get upset. And once we figure out the why, I think it leads to a greater discovery of figuring out how to adjust to it. Because once you know why something is going on, you're even able to, even if you're not able to completely 
you know, destroy it or completely break the habit. Now you can even put blockers. So, like, um, for me, understanding why I am very direct with people is because I don't have a lot of patience with people. And so, like, by me being direct with people from the get-go, it sets a tone of how our interactions are going to go. But if I don't set that tone, I might be leading myself down a path where I can become even more frustrated with the person because they don't even realize how important in being direct I should have been with them. So always understand the why. Always understand why you are doing something or why something is making you feel that way. So this Saturday, I had a wonderful, super incredible experience. I had my first photo shoot. Um, one of the things that I'm doing is practicing making myself uncomfortable. So I got a list of things that I am actively participating in even though it may not be what I am comfortable doing this podcast is actually one of them and getting into the modeling slash acting slash whatever entertainment world like that's my next thing so the photo shoot I thought was going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy it was a fitness photo shoot I was like man I work out all the time this is easy I don't really have to do nothing like this is going to be a piece of cake But what I come to realize is that being shot with a photo, for me, is very uncomfortable. Like, I'm really not, I don't feel like I'm photogenic. And I know for sure I don't know how to smile. And so, maybe just years and years of people being like, oh, smile, come on, please. Like, And so, like, when people take pictures now, if it's not like a, a, a natural shot or me doing something or they take it without me really even paying attention... I I just get really, really nervous. And so, like, it was very um, nerve-wracking to go through the photo shoot. But um, DV, she really hooked me up. She's really a great person, and she was really patient with me, and she was really good at explaining what she wanted me to do, and so I was able to come through. Um, One of the funniest parts about the photo shoot was the actual weightlifting part of it. And so, like, if you know anything about weightlifting, you know you have, you know, your negative and your positive, you know, whether you push or you pull or whatever you want to call it. But static holding, if you've ever played basketball and your coach has been like, get down to your defensive stance or, you know, like, you know, wall sits and anything else, any static holds, you know, like, For a little bit, you're good. But no matter how much muscle you got, and I feel like sometimes even the more muscle you got, the more that thing starts to hurt. And so, like, I'm on a leg press machine, and I don't have that much weight on here. I can do this weight probably 25, maybe 30 times without really having to lock it back up. But to hold it as she's taking these pictures, I was like, good Lord, I'm over here sweating. I'm over here like it was a whole workout in itself. It was one of the funnest things to do because, like, you're trying to not focus on lifting weights. And you're trying to, like, I don't know, you're just trying to do so many different things at the same time. But it was really, 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 really a ball. Um, Another great thing that happened uh, with the... the photo shoot was just being able to joint create. There was this one 
there was a couple moments in the photo shoot where like I was just like maybe I should do this and like I just didn't and then to have that positive feedback from the person that's taking the photo like yeah yeah like give me some more of that keep doing that 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 and so that was really 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 cool so you know if you're following me on Facebook Joshua Vegas Broomfield or if you're following me on Instagram C4 Vegas um, just be on the lookout for the photos I think that it was a wonderful experience and you know I got more to come I'm going to be trying to do some different things maybe do next one is some abstract art type things so if you got any ideas or if you want to lead me in a direction i am just a little student out here so i'm taking all type of directions all type of mentorships all type of tutelage our fourth topic is time now this topic right here this topic i have a lot of passion about because i believe that time is more valuable than money. And my biggest, biggest drive in order to make money is to be able to spend more time doing the things that I enjoy. Um, I really have a goal and a dream within the next year of owning a gym. And having that gym being ran with a system that will allow me to take 30 days to not be in my gym. 30 days of traveling the country, 30 days of spending time with my loved one, 30 days of isolation somewhere in a mountain getting my mind together, 30 days of maybe taking a a course online, 30 days of maybe doing a, 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 um, a project humanitarian event, just having the time to live life but putting myself in a financial situation that I am making money whether or not I go to work. That is one of my biggest concepts to time. And so, like, I always plan my day on Sunday. Sunday is the day of planning and the day of creation. And so this ties in with the first topic of preparation. Take the time to prepare yourself. And not just to prepare yourself to do something. Prepare yourself mentally. Prepare yourself physically. Prepare yourself emotionally. Like if you're never taking a, a, a moment of time to sit down and allow your thoughts to talk to one another, then you're really doing yourself a disservice because while your body might be, you know, not feeling the effects of this non-self-care, your mind can break and you don't want to put so much pressure on your mental and on your emotional that you have a breakage. Um, Remember, time is the most important thing. Time is a unrenewable resource. You can always make more money. You can always, you know, have more cars. You can always, you know, have more jobs. But, like, you cannot, you cannot get back time. So while you're working for the present, you know what I'm saying, prepare yourself for the future so that in the future you can spend more time enjoying the things that you would want to do compared to having to spend that time doing what you have to do. Our last topic of this week is sexual intention. And so I was in this conversation about, like, what's your intentions when you have sex? And so I'll tell you mine. Before I kiss, before I touch, before I penetrate, my intentions is to create the most dynamic, multi-orgasm, cosmic, sexual 
event possible. Like, my goal is to make my partner climax over and over again until the sensation trickles up her spine and makes it way into her head and she is just high in another galaxy over this sexual experience. And so I believe that when you don't have mindful intention, even when it comes to intimacy, it can affect your performance. And so, like, I think when you go into it with the mindset of pleasing your partner or doing, you know, unspeakable, pleasurable things to your partner, I think that dictates your performance. Um, one thing about me, I, I pride I pride myself on ensuring that my partner has orgasms. And I really pride myself on ensuring that my partner has multiple orgasms. And so, like, I really feel like that type of mindset allows me to produce some very, very legendary performances when it comes to being intimate as far as stamina and attention to detail and just the right stroke. I think that even your stroke has to have um, intention. Like, I would, like, for me, I would say, like, when I'm very into my partner, each stroke, I want to just drum down more pleasure, just more and more and more, not so much so hard, so fast that it overrides my partner's sensation, but just enough that it tingles and makes my partner feel even the more better. And I believe that when you have this type of mindset before you even touch, kiss, or even, you know, engage in penetration with your partner, that it will lead to a greater, more pleasurable, more memorable outcome. So don't forget, be more human, be more vulnerable, be more of your true self.